There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Country Music Television presents the annual CMT Music Awards this week, so we're paying tribute to the late Joe Diffie, one of the very first celebrities to die of COVID-19. Thank you so much for taking the time to join us today. My pleasure. Thank you. Your songs are timeless, and people know them all, even if they don't remember they know them all. <laughs> <laughs> well, you get a lot of that. It's like, oh, I forgot he sang that. Oh, I didn't know he sang that. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those, you know, we uh, had a really good run in the 90s. And uh, and so, uh, you know, a little bit of a nostalgia factor, I guess. People enjoy coming to see it and hearing songs they're familiar with. Absolutely. Now, tell me a little bit about um, how you got started. Didn't you write some stuff that Hank Thompson recorded? Yeah, that was kind of my first uh, dip of the toe in the music business, you know. Uh, nice. Of course, I'd sang in groups and, you know, bluegrass groups and gospel groups and country bands and whatever else uh, before that. But I wrote a song, unbeknownst to me, my mother sent it to Hank Thompson and he recorded it. So I was like, that was <laughs> kind of cool, you know. So that that was kind of my first foray into into it. So uh, that's kind of, that kind of gave me my inspiration to move to Nashville. That's back when I still lived in Oklahoma, so. Oh, yeah. Man, and if any of our listeners, any younger ones, don't remember, Hank Thompson was a, a, a legend in country music. So, Oh, yeah. yeah. He had kind of a Western swing kind of thing that he did. And, uh, I tell you, it was kind of full circle, though. It was kind of interesting. I got inducted into the uh, Oklahoma Country Music Hall of Fame with Hank Thompson at the oh, same wow. night. So that was that was pretty cool, yeah. That was uh, was that a bit of a, a wild uh, full circle thing to to have someone that sort of got you, know, you idolized and broke in the business with, and all of a sudden you're you're basically on equal footing with them now. And yeah, I, it was it, it was weird actually, but yeah, it's, uh, I get inducted in the Hall of Fame, and I told my my family and my daughter says, "Well, Dad, that's cool. You're not even dead yet." I was like, "Hey." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. What, what what was his song? Was it Wild Side of Life? Is that what it was? Yeah, that was his yeah. his his big one was Wild Side of Life. Yeah. yeah. And um it wasn't God made honky tonk angels was sort of the, yeah. the response to that, right? Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Got. Hey, we're going yeah. down memory lane here, baby. Well, right. that's that's going. That's old school, right there. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. But uh, but but speaking of that, and me, and me and Sam McCurshaw talked about this yesterday. But um, he was saying about how um today's country music sounds a lot different from back in those days with you know the Hank Thompsons and and actually even from what you guys did sort of in the early nineties, it, it's kind of mm-hmm. been more infused with a little rock and even some pop and um right. What was it Jason Aldean did a little bit of a shout out back to you and he had like a whole song with the Joe. Diffy uh, line yeah. in it, right? <laughs> <laughs> he did. So, yeah, called 1994 was the name of the song. And uh, yeah, I was, uh, I, we've had fun with that. You know, I, I get asked a lot of times, you know, what do you think about that song? I guess people 
think I'm not going to like it. I'm like, well, how, how could I not like a song that's about me? Yeah. <laughs> Re-in- reintroduce uh, maybe yeah. a new crowd to you. Absolutely. Yeah, we did. Absolutely. We got a lot of Jason's fans come to our shows, and they're, they're like, hey, that's that dude he's talking about. So, yeah. <laughs> and the cool part is, you know, you see them, they know every word to every, every all of my songs. Oh, so, yeah. obviously, they've done some research and, you know, et cetera. So, it's pretty cool. You're being humble when you say the research, but they don't have to do much research, sir. Uh, it's, your stuff's, <laughs> your stuff's still in heavy rotation uh, whenever they whenever they bust out, maybe on weekends on some country stations or something. We, we hear your stuff a lot. Do you mind running through some of them with me? Because I love some of these songs. Um, sure. Uh, uh, your first big one was Home, right? Yeah, that was my very first song. Uh, yeah, I, sang, I actually sang the demo on it and, and had it forever before, you know, we got to actually go in the studio and uh, record it. And, uh, I almost didn't, almost didn't record it because I'd had it so long. I kind of, you know, it kind of fell to the bottom of the pile. And my producer at the time said, man, what about this song? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> and so he said, let's listen to it. So we listened to it. And both of us got tears in our eyes. And I thought, well, you know, gosh, if, if that does that to us, maybe it'll do it to everybody else. So thank goodness we recorded it. It was my first single and first number one song. Top the charts, yeah. And your next album had a couple more hits too. Like, uh, and let's let's just pick one to talk about. Uh, Ships that don't come in, big one. Mm-hmm. One of my favorite songs, uh, probably my favorite song that I recorded. Why is uh, that? Why is that? I don't know exactly why. It's just very a very poignant song, and it uh, seems to mean different things to different people. Uh, mm-hmm. I get a lot of, a lot of great stories from our uh, military folks. Actually, uh-huh. tell me that they really like that song. So. Uh, uh, I almost didn't record that one as well. I, I, it was during the Desert Storm thing, and I, mm-hmm. my producer brought it to me, and I was like, man, I don't know. I don't want to let like, people think I'm taking advantage right. of a situation, a terrible situation. But he said, that's not what it's about. I was like, okay. So yeah. thank goodness I recorded that one. Yeah, still resonates. Uh, all right, and then um, uh, one of my personal favorites, Prop Me Up Beside the Jukebox If I Die. Uh, that, there's, that's one of the most fun country songs of the last, like, 25 years, man. I talk about, what, where? do you remember when that one came about? Yeah, yeah, I, it was one of those, sometimes you look for songs, like I say, you don't, you're not sure about them, you know, you don't know what what to think about them, but that was a, that was a kind of a no-brainer for me when I heard it. I was like, that's a... <laughs> That's a cool song right there. So we we did that, and uh, I actually had I thought this was interesting. I was at the uh, Academy of Country Music Awards in Hollywood one year, right near when that came out, and uh, I was out in the hallway, and I hear somebody, you know, you know, said, "Hey, Joe." And I looked around, and I saw Liza Minnelli. Okay, what? and she goes, "Hey, Joe." And I turned around, and I said, "Me?" And she says, "Yeah." So I walked over there, and she goes, "I just want to tell you, I love prop me up beside the jukebox." Oh. That is great. I'm like, wow. How did you even hear that? So, <laughs> it was pretty cool. I was like, wow, that's unbelievable. Um, I, I couldn't believe she was, whisper, you know, going, hey, Joe, to me. I was like, me? <laughs> you should, <laughs> that's cool. You should have her, her cover that one. I could see her, you know, <laughs> I want to go to heaven, but I don't want to go tonight. I can hear it. I can hear it. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, it's great. It, but the, the song's so cool because it's almost like, you know, it's like a last will and testament, but a fun version of it. You know, I love it. Exactly. I love, I love it. Um, exactly. Also, same album. John Deere Green on a Hot Summer Night. Everybody can sing that one by heart, too. Um, what, yeah. Why do you think that one caught fire so much? That, I don't know, uh, honestly. <laughs> it's, it's still my most popular song, probably. Uh, yeah. You know, it's uh, it, it doesn't take long for somebody to start hollering that one out every time we play a show. So uh, yeah. I don't know why it's that popular. I, I will tell you that I played it for my parents, and my mom cried. She hated it. 
<laughs> she thought it was rock and roll. Oh, wow. Yeah, and compare that to a lot of stuff today. Think about yeah, that. Yeah, I know. Isn't that funny? <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, I thought that was funny. She just cried. Or she thought, it's rock and roll. I'm like, well, mother, it's not either. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Exactly. Is there, uh, is there um, are Billy Bob and Charlene named after anybody, or where did that come from? Uh, well, the, actually, the the guy that the guy that wrote the song is, was named Dennis Lindy. He passed away two mm-hmm. years ago, uh, but he he was a very eclectic, eccentric guy, and uh, he wrote at one point one year he had like four or five songs in the top ten at the same time. I mean, he had Bubba shot the jukebox yeah. with Mark Chestnut. He had Queen of My Double Wide Trailer with uh, Sammy. Mm-hmm. He had I don't know, there's a couple other ones. So right, anyway, yeah. but he. Uh, I thought this was interesting. He was kind of a hermit. He would never come to town. He would uh, write his songs, and he would demo them all by himself at his house. And uh, But he had a big mural uh, painted on the wall, and it was a mural of a town. And uh, he had every place named and had characters in it, and all these characters from those all those songs he wrote came from that mural. This, this is a fictitious mural of just random characters. Right. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, he wrote Earl Has to Die. So I think the Dixie Chicks did that one. He just a lot of lot of interesting kind of unusual songs that he wrote. Yeah. That's amazing. So all these song yeah. characters are floating around somewhere out there in this fictitious town in a mural. Exactly. <laughs> That's fan- exactly right. That is fantastic. Uh, all right. Moving on. Third Rock from the Sun. Welcome to Earth. Um, was the TV, remind me, was the TV show on at the time or did the song precede that, that, that TV the show? The song preceded the TV show. Okay. Uh, and I had people for, for a long time, though, after that, think that they were interconnected and they were not at all. Right. Uh, so they, they thought, a lot of people thought that I had something to do with the TV show. I got asked that a lot. But uh, <laughs> no, it wasn't. Uh, that was just a song that actually was a kind of a package deal. I, I, I wanted. This other song uh, that I liked better than Third Rock at the time, and uh, and the pro- the producer the, the the publisher didn't want to give it to me because Garth wanted Third Rock. Uh, Garth Brooks wanted and, Third Rock. Yeah, and so we said, well, we'll 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 record both songs uh, if you let us have that one. So so they did, and uh, when we got in the studio, it was kind of obvious that Third Rock was really a cool song. So uh, so that's where I became a single. But yeah, it's a all the all the back doings there. Take me into the back doings just a tad. How were you allowed to do it uh, over Garth? How did that actually work out? Well, I mean, it was it was early early in Garth's career, and he hadn't exploded like he did after that. Right. So, you know, so uh, nowadays they would laugh at me and give it to Garth. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hey, hey, you got it. You got in there and got it, though. I love that. That's right. That's a great story. And one of my other personal favorites, Pickup Man. Uh, yeah. How did that? How did that one uh, come about? Because it's something about singing about a pickup truck. There's something about it in country music, but it's it can turn into gold, baby. Man, it's gold, Jerry. I tell you, it's gold, Jerry. Uh, yeah. Gold, it's gold, Jerry. <laughs> what do they call it? They should call it round team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Speaking of the '90s references, <laughs> yeah, a little Seinfeld. Hey, man, greatest show of all time, in my opinion. But oh, anyway, yeah. go ahead. So you're you're a Seinfeld oh, fan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it was it was just one of those songs that I knew was a hit immediately. I, I don't know. Uh, a couple of buddies of mine wrote it, and uh, I don't know. Just knew it was a hit immediately. It just just had that feeling, and uh, I had it for a while. And I could not wait to get in and re- record it on a on a new album at the time. And uh, and a little interesting fact: I had uh, Brett Bodine. 
former NASCAR driver. Yeah, yeah. Happened to be in the studio with me while I was singing it. And at the end, I was like, we needed to ad. I wanted to do an ad lib at the end, you know. And and uh, he, uh, Brett actually came up with the ad lib at the end about stand on it or whatever it was I said. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's a great song. Let's just hit one more. Uh, Bigger than the Beatles. One of the one of your biggest songs, and it's a great one. Well, thank you. That's the only song. This is a true confession here. The only song that I and I did it from the get go. Uh, had to lower the key on. Huh. from the album because I had a terrible like laryngitis cold when we recorded it, mm-hmm. but we already had the studio book. The musicians were booked. We're all in there. And, uh, and I couldn't sing a tap. So the, the songwriter, one of the songwriters was there and I said, why don't you sing the scratch vocal for me? He goes, okay, what key? I said, I, I guess the same key that the demo is in. Right. Cause I'd never actually sang it. I just liked the song, you know? Right. And, uh, so, so he got in, they recorded it, sang it. And I got back in there and I, and I was like, Oh, this is really high right here. <laughs> uh, you know, if I, if I'd have been in there singing, we would have probably lowered the key at the time. So, but anyway, uh, that's just a fun song. You know, people love that thing. Isn't there, it's been, remind me cause I'm trying to remember, but isn't, isn't there like a little bit of a Beatles, uh, she loves yeah. you. She loves you. Yeah. Yeah. in there. Exactly. At the okay. end of it. Yeah. My, uh, I had a guy who was played with me at the time named Lee Bogan, who actually plays for Aaron right now. Uh, Aaron Tippett. But he was a Beatles fanatic, and uh, he came in to sing some harmony on that song, and uh, and uh, we said, we need some Beatles stuff at the end of this, you know? So he's like, how about the yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So he did all those parts. Awesome. Well, I know you're a busy man, so uh, we'll, we'll let you go. But thanks so much for taking the time with us. Joe Diffie on WTOP. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.